Here we are again, live from Studio E, the People's Podcast, The Bunt, brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding, Vans. Whatever, man. Look, I hook up there, but I ain't touching the earring because I'm still a player. Custom before customs was a thing. Vans Customs have been a tradition since 1966 when Paul Van Doren made shoes with any fabric people brought by the shop. Today, the creativity is still in your hands. Vans is giving you the opportunity to create your very own pro model shoe. Pick your shoe, pick your colors and patterns, and make them your own. Customize your Skate High Pro, Old School Pro, Slip On Pro, Authentic Pro, and even the Era Pro. The Vans Pro Classic feature classic styles with upgraded cushioning and durability. Vans Pro Classics are built to last longer with reinforced abrasion areas and provide the extra support and cushioning demanded by the world's best professional skateboarders. Be like this week's guest and turn yourself pro. Visit vans.ca slash customs to customize your own pair of pro classics. Vans, off the wall since 1960, motherfucking sick. Drop that bitch. Welcome back, yo. Another week, another barn burner. We got none other than that crazy bastard sinner in the building. But yo, right next to me, I got D Jones. I'm the ghost. We got Antoine behind the scenes. It's a cool thing. And yo, before we get into the show, I just want to congratulate my dog, one of the Patty Kings, Woo-hoo! for winning their fucking hockey championship undefeated season. Donald, give us a quick uh, recap on the night. Damn, I didn't know where you're going with that intro, man. Started off quick, intro to center before us, but you got to the goods, man. The Patty Kings took down the A division in the True North Hockey League this season, undefeated, 15-0-1. Got a bunch of recognizable names on there. Wade Desarmo, Primitive Diz, <laughs> out there killing it for the Patty Kings. If you guys listen to the rundown, we got the Bald Eagle six. Probably our MVP of the season. Hell yeah, man. First place, won the championship, and then uh, we did our thing afterwards. You know what I mean? Yeah, Instagram stories. If those were any indication, man's were hung over in the morning. Congrats again. The steam whistles were popping. I wish I could have been there. For fuck's sakes, I had FOMO. But uh, big things are going around these parts. Congrats to Donald from, from the Bunt Gang. I'm sure they're all... Happy for you too. You know what I'm saying? Oh, men's league hockey. Who would have thought it could bring you this much happiness? You know, <laughs> but it really does. Hell yeah! So we got center in the building. Then we gonna hit y'all with the post office. Some people stepped up. We got some new voice notes. Uh, a little quiet from Theo Banks the last couple weeks, but who knows if that's a good or a bad thing? And then <laughs> we'll wrap it up with the rundown as usual. Fantasy football around the corner, yo! Cannot wait to dominate. Kind of like the Patty Kings did. I might change my team name to Patty Kings. God, you should. 18. That's <laughs> not a bad idea, man. We don't lose. Well, a couple losing seasons, but this past one, it's perfection, dog. Looking like the Patriots out there. Real shit. Yo, you already know what it is. Hit us on Instagram at the Bunt Live. Hit us on Facebook at the Bunt. Send in your post office questions to the Bunt Live at gmail.com. We on and popping, B. Y'all know what it is. 
we doing a huge contest the bunt times empire times am getting paid are trying to make one of y'all dreams come true you need to send your footy to the bunt live on instagram hit us with that dm we want that youtube link we want to see what you got and me and the ghosts are gonna pick one lucky winner man not a YouTube link because we want to repost whatever they send. So we send. We can download and save, though. I will make whatever <laughs> happen, man. You send us make, your stuff. You trying to make extra work for us? Yo, am getting paid. We're announcing the winner next week. So get your submissions in. The DMs are popping. Some blessed footy going down. Send in your footy. We select a winner. The winner's footage is getting a repost on the bunt. You know what I'm saying? Yo, September 27th to the 29th, Montreal. 20k cash purse secure your fucking bag let's get it popping man this is for men and women the bun we for the people man we trying to help y'all do the damn thing and come up you get me we trying to send one of y'all to one of the best cities in canada montreal is the place to be am getting paid empire september 27th to 29th we trying to get y'all there bruv we got a wild one in the booth this week man what, what, what is there to say about our boy sinner pat pascal bandana b almost blew us out the boot this week came with the fire we love him instant homie shouts out to sinner came through with a big time part in the shake jump video chicken bone now is on <laughs> and followed that up with his infamous le theatrics part y'all need to see it if you haven't man he's working on some new new can't wait to see what he's got up his sleeve sinner man doing your thing I'd list your sponsors here, but I don't know who the hell you ride for these days. Obviously, Ellie, Boss, Wild Man. Let's get into it. Man, whoa, 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 whoa. Before we do, y'all going to hear it throughout the interview. There's only one thing left to do, baby, and we popping something. <laughs> it's Canada's premium pilsner, Steam Whistle, the only one. man we got pat pascal aka bandana b aka center in the building what's popping g <laughs> oh man chilling dude how you boys doing we're living man yo we good i'm about to crack a quick steam whistle though you feel me <laughs> <laughs> the only buzz coming to you live from the six man we heard you're a big drake fan oh man no i'm not i'm not interested <laughs> in, in drake at all hell yeah so you in the you Drake's and the ghost going to get down. Drake's soft, and he's just way too trendy. Well, you better hope the OVO mans don't hear this. Hey, he's a good performer. I'll give him that. I've seen right. a lot of shitty radio rappers perform live, and most of them suck. But he was one of them that actually kept it real, and he was singing slash rapping the whole time. <laughs> he, Sounds he, perfect. I respect him as an artist. It's just not my style, you know? I, I like that hard shit. Yeah, none of that soft-ass <laughs> cornball shit. <laughs> I feel you, man. No, I honestly think I, I used to like him. Like, he, he's, he's a guilty pleasure, you know? So we start every show off the same. Hit us with your favorite skate moment and your favorite sports moment. Skate moment and sports moment? <laughs> what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> Some, it's a mashup over here, dog. Um, the video premiere for LE. I actually just did uh, an Instagram post. Of, of a photo from the night we had the premiere. It was in Long Beach at the Art Theater. 
And that was probably my like highlight as far as like me personally. I don't know. It was just like a really great night. Like all the homies showed up and then like even a lot of like we, we, we did it during the trade show at Agenda. It was just a really good turnout, man. Like I was super nervous about it because like, I don't know, like everyone's always said like, oh, he turned himself pro just because like I started Ellie with Nick. <laughs> I guess, in a sense, I did turn myself pro, but, like, it, it's, it was, like, against my will, though. It's, like, we were starting the company, and, like, Nick's, like, all right, so, like, you know, me and Tave are going to be pro, but, like, I don't know, like, is that going to be, like, he's, like, you just came out with that shake jump part, like, I don't know, Nick's just, like, yeah, dude, like, I don't know, you're pro, like, fuck. <laughs> I'm, I was just, like, dude, I don't know, like, I don't really, like, feel pro, or, like... <laughs> <laughs> or like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Because it's like... That's a tough one. Skating's just weird like that, you know? Like, it's like pro is... I feel like pro is more of like a feeling, you know? Like, there's so many jokers out there with fucking names on their boards. Like, I mean, and I'm sure it's been like that for a while, you know? Like, but like these days, I don't know. I personally feel like being pro is just kind of lost. It's like... I don't know. Everyone's fucking pro, you know? And a lot of them aren't fucking qualified. I'm not going to lie. You know, they're not qualified people to have their names on the boards. But who am I to judge that, you know? Like, as Love far that. as sports moments go, like, I'm not, like, a big, like, sports guy. I don't really, like, I'm very athletic. I, I you know, I enjoy the arts. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I just, fuck. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> You're from the Chicago area, though, man. Yeah, I got a Bears tat. I have a Bears tat. Whew. The Bears are coming back this season. But what about, like, MJ or something? Man? I damn near got that tat, like, for my brother and father. I'm going to draft Trey Burton in the eighth round, B. When I was a kid, I used to watch Michael Jordan, like, on television. That shit was crazy, dude. Like, in his heyday, I, I just remember, like, my, my brother and, and father used to fucking watch that shit. And I, I'd... I'd be in the, you know, living room watching it with him, dude, and he just crushing it, dude. And, I mean, that, that shit was, like, hard not to be, like, entertained by. Like, you're just like, yeah. this guy is just killing it. Yeah, the greatest to ever play basketball. Real talk. T tell all them LeBron fans. It's honestly so funny to me that people even compare. You know what's popping this year in sports, though? God damn. <laughs> with the Bears? Trubisky throws the 30-yard pass. To Trey Burton, touchdown! That's some and Safa wins his fantasy that's week. Some Chicago at the Bears info for you. He's a new Chicago Bears player. Yeah, yeah. Talk to your brother about Trubisky. <laughs> um, so, yo, tell us a little bit about growing up in Illinois. How'd you get into skating, B? Oh man, my um, my next door neighbor. Um, he was like five years older than me, and he was always just like I don't know. He just kind of like a fucking just like one of the bad kids, you know. And um, I don't know, I just used to hang out with him since I was a little kid. Like, so like my neighbor would just like, dude, like let's push around on these boards, you know, like no one was using them. So like we just use them and he'd fucking take, even though he was bigger than me, he's like, he was like five years older than me, even though he's way bigger than me, he would fucking make me use the Mike McGill board that was bigger. <laughs> and he'd Damn. take the T-Hawk the board, which was smaller. Damn. <clears throat> How old are you now? I'm 31. I just turned 31. So Yo, like, same, dog. Was, really? Happy birthday. Yeah. Same to you, man. Yeah, dude. Thanks, man. Um, Hell yeah. I, I honestly, you know, it's it trips me out, bro, because I just, 
I don't know. It's like I don't feel 31 at all. I feel no, like I'm not like fucking 18. Not <laughs> even, bro. I feel like I'm like 12, bro. <laughs> Like my mentality is I have so much energy and I'm just so juiced at all time that like, fuck dude. Yeah. It's just, it's just weird when you're like, damn, like 31, like my body feels like my body feels like, fuck dude. My body feels like it's like 90. Yeah, but like my mindset and my mentality feels like it's like 12. It's like totally, it's jacked, but like, I don't know, whatever. I just eat ibuprofen and that, that solves the, uh, physical issues yeah dude you need you need that miller healer miller <laughs> what is that matt uh, high life no matt miller's uh cbd fucking cream and shit fuck dude yeah everyone everyone swears by that cbd shit dude i, I honestly yeah. like fuck like i've tried it before and like i honestly didn't really like this company like just sent me like a package of like the oil and i dude i just chug that shit i'd be like <laughs> i take so much of it i'd be like oh yeah all right cool like fuck a drop i'll just drink this whole little fucking vial <laughs> and bro it didn't do anything for me dude. holy shit like, i mean I, and i don't know it's like a lot of that health shit man like i feel like it's like placebos you know like, yeah. people, like, eating healthy and then being like, oh, I feel so much better. Like, like I honestly, like, it, like, I could eat well or, like, eat shitty and, like, it doesn't really affect me that much, dude. Like, I'm, I'm just on some shit where it's like, dude, I feel shit regardless. Like I said, like, my body just feels jacked anyways. So, like, whatever I eat or, like, you know, put into my, like, it's just not really going to matter, you know? All right, man. So tell us what your first big break in the skate industry was. How did you get the wheels moving? So I moved out to California in like 2004 with my mother. She uh, she got a job nursing out here. She always wanted to move out here because of the weather. When I moved out here, I moved to Huntington Beach. Mm-hmm. And um, Beagle used to swing by like, and um, he'd just come skate randomly. And I just kind of like started talking to him randomly at the skate park giving him my sponsor me video not to get on baker but it was right when they were starting supra and baker 3 came out and i was like a huge fan of like ellington and like antoine and like always been a fan of like penny you know like penny's just like a legend and then i guess when eric finally got back i guess he like watched my video with like jim greco and like shane heil and they were just like super hyped on it. And Eric just told Beagle like, yeah, dude, like the footage is good. Like bring him out skating. See if he's actually like a cool kid, you know? Cause like there's a lot of that. That's always like a, a big thing too. Like kids will rip, but like they're just super annoying or just like stupid, you know? I don't know. Eventually after like skating with those dudes for like probably like six months or something, just like coming around skating, filming, yeah, yeah. uh, Greco called me randomly. And you're just like, yo, like, we're looking to, like, flow some, like, new kids for Baker. Like, would you be down to get Baker boards? And I'm like, yeah, sure. I mean, or, like, at the time, I guess I was still amateur for affiliate. But, like, I don't know. It's Baker, you know? So I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll get Baker boards, you know? So I had to, like, call Neen and the affiliate dudes and just tell them, like, yo, you know, thanks for everything. Appreciate it. But I'm going to go try to get on Baker. And then I got Baker boards for years, dude. And then, like, I got a... I, film for the video like but i don't know dude at the time i was like 18 and i was just like fucking off a whole lot you know like not really taking it very seriously like i I thought it was so like lame to take things seriously andrew and jim really i feel like 
I feel like they, they always wanted me to take it a little bit more seriously than I took it, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, you know, now that I'm a grown man, I understand why take advantage of like opportunities that present themselves. You could go like way farther in life. So like these days, you know, I, I try to like, you know, fuck, I mean, not be like super serious, like Jamie Thomas about it, but like <laughs> damn near, you know, yeah. like damn near that motherfucker's business, you know? And like, there's a reason he has people like Jamie Thomas or like, you know, Andrew Reynolds or Jim Greco. There's a reason these legends have like multiple parts that are just hammers. Yeah. Cause like these fools are business. That's pro in my eyes. That's pro. That's a good definition of pro right there. <laughs> Those three. Right? Hell yeah. Those are serious yeah. professionals. Yeah. yeah, dude. And I've seen their work. Like I've seen their work ethic and like, but whatever, dude, like I said, at this point, I'm fucking like so old and shit. Like I know I'm pro, you know what I mean? Like it's a feeling like at this point, I know I feel pro. Like when I get on my skateboard, like, you know, like it, you just know it, it was probably like after the, the LE video premiere. That's like when I like actually felt pro. I was like, all right, like you're a pro, like you have proved You've proved yourself as a professional. You know what I mean? No doubt. Bro, your, your shake jump part was savage, B. Yeah, th- that's that's the one that everyone likes, you know? Like, that's, like, honestly, like, I get so many, um, so much good feedback to this day about the shake jump part. A lot of that was, like, during the time that, like, I knew I wasn't going to get on Baker. <laughs> so I was right. like, fuck that, I'm going in, you know? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of that was, like, just, like, skating, like, with a chip on my shoulder, just, like, just mad that I couldn't get on Baker, that I never got on Baker, you know? Donald, you know what time it is. It's time to talk gear, and you know we all about that Brixton. Reggie, what's really good these days? Man, back to school is just around the corner, and what better place to spend your parents' money than Brixton.com? They got everything from head to toe. Damn right they do. And I'm definitely trying to get me some of them Brad Cromer Jupiter pants. You dig? Yo, Brixton, where's the box, yo? Mans are waiting. What'd you order, Donald? Off Brixton.com. Not only do they have the perfect skate pant from Brad Cromer, they got the cable denim jacket to keep you looking fresh and fly on your first day back to school or even just another skate down to the park. Ain't that the truth? Yo, Reggie, I'm trying to step up my fashion game and get some button-ups, man. Holler at me with the Charter Oxford long sleeve, man. And maybe a little Archie long sleeve flannel. I'm trying to stay fresh to death, man. And one more thing before you dip off that website, you gotta cop the Higgins pullover fleece. It is a must cop for everyone's closet. Y'all know where to do it. Brixton.com or Brixton MFG on Twitter. Follow them and stay up to date with the union. So, so yo, you mentioned Antoine a little bit earlier. Uh, tell us the story about getting a DUI with Antoine on the Baker trip. What was going on? Oh, man, dude, we got to get into it. It wasn't his fault, but, like, me and Antoine were pretty much just, like, thriving on each other, getting fucked up, you know? Just, like, two, two dudes that, like, honestly just, like, probably shouldn't even be hanging out that much, you know? Just, like, bad influences on each other, you know? One night after a demo in, um, where were we? Oklahoma City. We were back at the hotel, just chilling. He was in the van with Baca, just like getting fucked up with Baca in, in the van. And I don't know, I, I just, those were like like the two dudes that I kind of hung out with like most, like those dudes, I vibe with those dudes super hard on the tour, you know? 
So like I went down there, I didn't really have anyone else to hang out with. I think everyone else was just chilling in their rooms. And for whatever reason, those dudes were in the van, just like bumping music, like just drinking and just like partying, you know? So, um, I think I was in the driver's seat and, um, we ran, we ran out of like beer and cigarettes and Antoine was like, dude, this fool is really fucked up. I'm not trying to put him on blast, but he was like pretty much blacked out. I had like a few drinks in me and this is a week before I turned 21 too, mind you, like one week. So, um, and this is what's even more stupid is the gas station was two blocks away. We could have just walked there, Fuck. but, An but it was Antoine who was like, yo, like, get the fuck up. Like, I'm driving us to the gas station right now. And I was just like, bro, just, you know, when keeping it real goes terribly wrong. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, man, like, you know, like, don't worry about it. Like, I'll drive, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're like fool. He was like crash into a tree mode, you know? <laughs> and I was just like, I, like I said, I was on like a few, you know? And like, dude, I started drinking like pretty heavily when I was like, you know, like 16, 17, you know, 18. So like I could handle my shit, you know, like three, four beers. That wasn't shit. You know, like I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll drive to the gas station. I was like super used to driving drunk, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, whatever, go to the gas station. I had to argue with him too. Cause he was really trying to drive. I was like, no, like sit the fuck back. I'm driving, you know? So we get there and fucking, I was the only one with a fake ID. And uh, even though it was like, it was, yeah, it was like a week before I turned 21, but I got like a legit fake ID when I was like 18. So I was running that since I was like 18 and he, no one else could get beer. So I was supposed to get beer and I needed a pack of cigarettes for myself. And then like, I think they, they just, the, the lady at the register was just giving Antoine shit, dude. Cause I, I don't know, like they're just kind of racist down there in that. They're oh, like, fuck. there's a lot of racist people in that section of town that we were in. And he was just drunk and obnoxious. So like fucking, he wound up just getting into it with the gas station attendant. It was like a girl too, but like she, she got on the phone pretty much immediately and called the cops. But like, I don't know when you're like, buzzing like that and shit like you just kind of get caught up in the moment like and i i don't know i guess i i was like trying to get him out of the store i was just like yo like i'll get the beer i'll get the smokes like just get the fuck out of here go back in the car wait in the car you know and he was just like arguing with the chick arguing with the chick i think baka was in the car waiting too i think he came in and got cigarettes and he just went right back to the van you know but like yeah antoine like finally got him out of there and then I get into the van and like, I don't like pretty much I'm like, pull, like about to pull out of the parking spot and I see cops like pulling in to the other side of the parking lot. And like, you know, where I should, where I really should have probably just fucking taken the keys out of the ignition and just like fucking gotten out of the car and just chilled. Yeah. Twan and Baca were like, were like, sinner, go, go, go. And I don't know, I was just like, fuck, all right, like pulled out and just kind of oh. like skirted, skirted out like the other, like the other side of the gas station, you know, like, cause you know how like a gas station's at like yeah. an intersection. There's like, there's like an opening on each, on each street, you know, they were pulling in the, like, you know, the one fuck on the one street. And then I was like pulling out onto the other street. Like 
I could see the fucking hotel. It was like a block away. And they just, you know, like literally immediately after fucking I pulled out, they just fucking lit me up and pulled, pulled us over. And then, yeah, like I, and I was trying to just be not, like, I was just, I've always like tried to be honest with cops. So they're like, yeah, you've been drinking. I'm like, yeah, I had a couple. And, and then like, you know, like they just, they were, that was enough for them. They just, they're like, oh yeah, like you're underage. Like you can't have any. And I'm just like, oh, but it's like a week. Like <laughs> I, I turned 21 in a week. Like, I've been drinking since I was 16 though. <laughs> yeah. And like, oh, it was so stupid, dude. So like they booked me for DUI. And then Tuan got like thrown in the drunk tank. So he got released like early the next morning. It was a Friday night. So like I had to stay. I think I got out like Sunday morning. He got out Saturday morning. So I was in like Oklahoma City or Oklahoma like county jail for like fuck. It was brutal, bro. Like the longest time I've ever spent in jail. And um, yeah, dude, those dudes left me in Oklahoma City. <laughs> so I like get out of jail you know, Sunday morning and I like hit up, like, I think I hit up, um, like Beagle or someone and he's like, bro, like we took off to Tulsa and I'm like, fuck, how far is Tulsa? He's like, fuck, it's like an hour and a half. Like, and I'm like, shit, dude. Like, I don't, I honestly like didn't really know what to do, bro. I was like, uh, do I like fly home or like, do I try to like somehow meet up with these dudes? And then, um, one of Sierra Feller's homies that that I knew fucking from like, you know, Grant and like Sierra, he lived out there and he was actually trying to meet up with me to like smoke a blunt or something the <laughs> night that I went to jail. Jesus. And um, so yeah, I fucking hit him up and I was just I was just like, dude, like I'm in a fucking predicament. Like after like after I talked to you Friday night, like we I just pretty much wound up going to jail for DUI. <laughs> and I just got out. Wow. And he's like, bro, like he, and I told him they fucking went to Tulsa and left me. And like, I was like, fuck dude. Like, he's like, lucky for you. Like, I'm not working today. Like I got the day off. It was like his one day off, dude. And I was like, bro, like if I give you like some gas money and like a couple boards, would you be down to like send me to fucking Tulsa to meet back up with like the fucking dudes? And he's like, yeah, I got you. So he like saved me, bro. Damn, and, good uh, homie. He took me, but. But it was totally awkward when I met back up on tour. Like, fucking Greco was super over me. Kind of like, it's all good. But, like, I could tell it wasn't all good. He was fucking pissed, you know? Yeah. As he should be, you know? It's like, fuck, I got the van impounded, you know? I got the tour, I got the tour van impounded. Damn. And, like, you know, like, so, like, dude, I don't know. The whole thing, it was just, I was just, like, a young dude trying to, like, do right by my friends and, like, I don't know, like damn near playing like tour manager in, yeah, and you know, but like, I don't know, looking back on it, it's like, I kind of wish that I would have not done it. But like, if you didn't, maybe Twan takes the van and something crazier happens, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Or something. It's just like a slight regret. Like, you know, I, I don't have regrets, but at the same time, it's like it's a tough spot to be in though. It's, it was a tough spot to be in, you know, I was just trying to like look out for my buddies, you know, and yeah. like fucking Twan was like their golden child, you know, like, so like, you know, I wanted to like, I don't know, dude, I was just trying to do the right thing, you know, just trying to do the right thing. Like I said, when keeping it real goes wrong, I ain't blaming no one for anything, you know, like I I know that I'm responsible for my own actions, Mm -hmm. but it was a very unusual set of circumstances for sure. And then when the tour, you know, we finished off the, I finished off the tour 
Oh, and then like the one thing I got to add this lizard King, lizard King's like, bro, like not a big deal at all. Like you're good. Like, and, and this was another thing. Like, dude, I got back on the tour. I just started drinking again. Like yeah. I didn't like clean up my act whatsoever. And lizard King was like a perfect, like, um, he, you know, he's like, he's like, you want a beer? Like in the van? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. You know, like I just got out of jail, like for drinking. And he's like, bro, that shit happens on tour all the time. Like, like, are you fucking serious, bro? Like no big deal at all. You know? So he like made me feel comfortable about like just continuing to send it. Yeah. And like, (laughs) I was just like, fuck it. Yeah. Like, you know, not that big of a deal. (laughs) That's crazy. But like, we got back to Cali and um i just remember like beagle i met up with beagle like a couple weeks after the tour and i was on mushrooms at nick's at at trapasso's (laughs) house and beagle like sat me down i don't think he knew i was on mushrooms at the time but dude that was another thing that was crazy because i took the mushrooms and i was like kind of like like finding you know i don't know like a spiritual type situation And Beagle was just like, dude, like, I hate to say this, but like, you're never going to get on after that tour. He's like, we'll give you boards for like life. He's like, you know, you could have, I'll give you free boards forever. He's like, but I'm just letting you know now that you're not going to get on the team. And you know, when you're a kid, like, not to hear that. I wasn't a kid. I was 21. You know, I was a grown ass man, but like, you know, you're still, I was still, like I said, I still have the mindset of a 12 year old. So like, you know, I was just like, damn, like, really? I'll never be able to get on the team. Like everyone already thinks I'm on the team. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I had a part in the video or like I shared a part in the video with like, you know, Linosi and Furby. But like, yeah, I never actually got on the team and I took it like really, I, I swear I shed a tear. I cried when Beagle told me that. I was like, I was like super torn up over it. I mean, I'm sure the mushrooms didn't help, but yeah. like it shit hit me hard. I was like, fuck dude, like that was like my dream, you know, like I, yeah. I just, but it's weird though. I knew when I was sitting in the jail cell, I got the, I had that realization. I knew it was over. I knew that I'd like, you know, I don't know, hammered the nail into my own coffin i I just had this weird feeling as i sat in jail in oklahoma city like you'll never get on baker after this this is like this is it for you but i don't know you know it's like it's not the end of the fucking world you know like getting on baker is cool but like you know there's life goes on man you'll be all right yeah you know and then i told nick that you know because i was like good friends with nick at the time and nick's like fuck those fools i'll give you toy machine boards he pretty much told me he's like don't even get boards from those dudes anymore because i told him i'm like bro i don't even want to like I don't even want to like represent their brand if I'm never going to get on. That's just like kind of like free advertising in a way. And he's like, yeah, no, I wouldn't either. He's like, I'll just get like, he was getting fat, like pro packages at the time. And Nick's never been like one to skate many boards, you know, like he just, I don't know. He just doesn't really set boards up very often, probably because he lands his tricks really quick. I would just ask him for a board. I probably asked him for a board like every month, bro. I get like one, one new toy machine board every month. And um, yeah, I, I, that's what I filmed like the majority of my shake jump part on were those boards. So we had Tony Tave on last season and he <laughs> said you extended it way too hard. <laughs> and you were kind of behind him and Jamie leaving. What's your side to the story? I, a hot head about Jamie leaving? Mm-hmm. I honestly didn't care. Jamie quit, dude. Like, No, 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 no. Not a hot head. You had a hand oh. in like why they left. Dude, like, I don't, man, I've just been through a lot, like, with that whole, like, 
I was just doing like a lot with Ellie and like for Ellie and um, shit, dude. It pretty much just wound up being like I signed up for it, you know. Like I wanted, I wanted to learn about running a company. I wanted to learn about being a team manager. I wanted to learn about everything, you know. Like I'm just really ambitious like that. So like I pretty much I was like the closest thing that there was to a team manager for Ellie, you know. And I was the most lenient team manager ever because I work best without someone breathing down my neck. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, some people, and I don't know, I don't really know, maybe most people might work better with someone fucking on their ass. Like, you know, yeah. like, yo, like fucking, you gotta get this done, you gotta get that done. Or maybe skateboarders, for instance, you know what I mean? Cause skateboarders might just be like piles as is. So like, if they don't have someone managing them and like cracking the whip at all, at all times, they're just not gonna do anything, you know what I mean? I'm the opposite though, I don't like that, bro. I like working, you know, like, I've always kind of used like, cause a lot of people like hate on Jamie Thomas. They're not like hate on Jamie Thomas, but like he's just known for being like really fucking like down to business with like, yeah, I don't know, just with cracking the whip, I guess, so to speak. I always kind I went into that like role as like, yo, I want to be like the opposite of that. Cause like, that's not what I like person. That's, you know what I mean? I'm going to be like the least strict team manager ever. You know what I mean? Like the least strict company owner ever. And yeah. like, you know, that was kind of like my philosophy with it, dude. I never hit anyone like, dude, I'd never hit anyone up for anything. Like the most I hit people <laughs> up for, the most I hit people up for was like, yo, like, could we get your footage together for like the video? You know, like when we were making the video, <laughs> that was it, bro. Like, you know, yeah. it, was, it was very like, dude. And I don't know, that's just what I thought that was the shit. I'm like, dude, fucking, you know, like you could just skate for a company and like no one's breathing down your neck. Like that's so sick, you know, like I, I thought I was sick, you know? So mm -hmm. I don't know, like I never hit those dudes up for anything. And um, it was like a black Black Friday. This is like where like, and I was totally, it was totally passive aggressive type thing. I did like a group chat. I like sent the group chat to like everyone on the team. I was doing like a sale on the website for Black Friday. And I just did like a super basic group chat. I was like, yo, like having a, having a sale for Black Friday, if you guys could like post something and tag at LE skateboards, you know, that would be sick. And no one even responded, bro. Like it, it, the whole thing just blew up in my face. It's like the first, I swear to God, like damn near the first time I asked anyone for any sort of social media help yeah. or anything. And no one, no one responded, let alone post. And they could have posted anything, you know? Like, yeah. they literally could have posted a photo of their dog and just been like, yo, <laughs> at LE Skateboards. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, just so people would click on it and then... Because I was advertising it on the LE Instagram. Yeah. So, like, it, as long as their followers clicked on it and went to our Instagram, they'd, they'd see, see that fucking we were doing a fucking Black Friday sale. They didn't do it. And then, dude, I just, like, fool, I, like... I don't know, I guess, like I said, it's kind of a passive aggressive thing. I would just like, ooh, I can't wait for one of these motherfuckers to hit me up for something. Cause like, dude, every time I never gave him shit for anything. Like, yo, can I get my check? Sure, it'll be there fucking like in a couple days. Could I get fucking boards? Sure, it'll be there in a couple days. Or like, you know what I mean? It was yeah. totally one-sided. And that's like another thing that I've learned is like with business and shit like that, like they're, they're partnerships, you know? Like your team and you, have to have like a an even partnership and like if you're giving them a bunch of boards and a bunch of checks 
they need to be fucking giving you something, you know? It can't just be like, and but I didn't give a fuck. I was just like, whatever, like, this is the shit, like, whatever, you know? Like, they can do whatever they want, you know? That's what's cool about skating for LE. You know, you don't gotta do anything, really. But, like, <laughs> yeah, it kind of blew up in my face, and then, like, you know, since it was just, like, I guess probably, like, a lot of fucking, like, time of, like, built, like, I just couldn't wrap my head around the fact that they couldn't do something so simple after how much I did for them. I was like in disbelief. I'm like, I'm like, bro, are you fucking serious? And then these are people that I like to think of as my friends. You know what I mean? I'm like, dude, these are my friends, like nice fucking friends. So like, you know, fucking Tave wound up like hitting me up and it wasn't even for boards or a check. Like he like needed, he's like, yo, like my mom needs to talk to you or something like something about like his mother. And I was just like laughing. I, I was literally like kind of hysterical. I was like, I was like, psh, psh, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, I was just being like kind of a prick, you know? I'm yeah. like, I don't got shit to say to your mom, bro. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I was just waiting for like all those dudes to ask me for anything. And um, yeah, I, I pretty much just got into a huge fucking argument with him like via text. And um, I don't know, like I didn't kick him off and he didn't really quit. It just kind of like naturally just like depart. Happened. It just happened. And I was just, I was just, I was being a hothead, you know? I was like, I was just on some shit like fool. Like, at, I think I even told him, I'm like, ask me for something. At, like, fucking, I dare you to ask me for something, anything. You know what I mean? Cause I just wanted to be like, no, fuck no. You yeah. ain't getting shit. Like, you get nothing from me. Like, not yeah. necessarily like you're kicked off, but like, no, I don't want to give you anything because you fucking don't really give me anything. So like, you know, that's that. And then whatever, I, I didn't talk to him for a while. And then um, it was actually like a week later or something. Nyjah was having, Nyjah had his birthday party. I got blacked out drunk, wound up knocking out in the backseat of my car. And I wake up to a text from Jamie at 6 a.m. He's like, yo, like, sorry. But like, I just can't do this anymore. And I'm just like, like, what do you mean? He's like, like, I'm leaving. I quit. I'm like, all right, cool. Fucking go. I don't give a fuck. You know, <laughs> I was like, good. Like fucking less, you know, less for me to fucking deal with, you know? So I don't know that. I, I think he quit because of what happened with me and Tave. You know, yeah. the, the little blowout that like, you know, if what, whatever it was, he didn't quit and I didn't kick him off. It just like fucking just it just ended. But it, I think that bummed him out because he's close with Tave and he was like, fuck that. Like, you don't treat Tave like that. <laughs> yeah. Poor so guys. both those dudes were gone. No, but hey, that's I mean, reasonable, fuck. man. If you ask for something, you got to get something in return. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, man. I mean, it's yeah, a two way street. But, yeah. Yeah. But at the same time as like a you know an owner you can't act like a skater you gotta you know oh what dude i was a skater I was how are you gonna super act? immature bro i was super saying, immature like, gotta, about it i was like, like if clearly you, they if, both if me were. and you blew up at each other like that and took it to that level the bunt would have been done after two weeks you know what i'm saying like you gotta have some self-control too like you can't be petty if he's the fucking owner and team manager and shit like that. Yeah, um, I was being pretty. I was being petty. But I'll those guys that. iced them. That's so diss. what? That's diss. But yeah. they're your team so riders. So I guess to disrespect them back, man. No, that's not how it works when you're the boss. Yeah, I don't know. But, I would get cheese too. Bro, Fuck yeah, that. I would get they're cheese. Your, they're your friends I and your riders. Cheesed, they gotta text you back. I, you gotta call. Fuck that. You I call them the and you call them out. You don't wait 
for them to ask you for something to explode on them and then kick well, two, different people, two of the biggest names off. Different people. I didn't kick them off, different ways. No, whatever. You, you know what, what I mean. Dude. You it, wanted to, You though. let it happen. I was I'm, just I'm like, not, fool, at, at that very point, I was like, you're useless. I was like, all right, like, and I'll admit, you know, like, the the two biggest names, like, like, dude, with all due respect, like, those dudes are kind of washed up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, let's be real <laughs> you here. You said it. Cold. Like, let's Cold. be real here. Like, those are my friends, but like, dude, like, fucking, <laughs> they had their day. They've had their day. Tony Tave had his heyday, and like, fuck, like, it's time, circa, it's time, you know? Like, that was like, he was like, I don't feel like he's gone up from there. You know what I mean? And then Jamie Tansoni, he probably had his heyday in America Stay Gold. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, nothing's been up from there for him. So like, still, he just put out a I big mean? part for Etnies. It's hard to go up. He's from not there, even though. on Etnies anymore. Oh damn. Oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. So it's That's like, you know what I mean? Like, fuck. And I center with the inside I'm info. I'm just though. speaking facts. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. just these are facts. You know, like, and like, and what's really annoying is you know those dudes like, oh, I hate fucking like throwing people under the bus, but like people need to be thrown. Dudes always kind of acted like, well, especially Jamie, not so much Tave, but just like giving you that vibe like they're doing you such a favor. Like you are so lucky to have my name grace the bottom of your company's boards. It's like, what? You're fucking lucky to have a pro board still. You know what I mean? Like, fuck. Yeah. I mean, so that, I don't know. And like, you know, at first, like they had me kind of going. I was like, I was like, yeah, dude, I'm so lucky to have like Tony Tave and fucking Jamie Tansoni like pro for my company. Like, God damn, you know? But then like, as time goes on, you just kind of realize like, wait, what are these dudes actually even really doing? Like, what do they do for the company? They can't even fucking post an Instagram real quick, you know? And like, you know, like, I don't know. You just start thinking about the relationship more and just, I guess, getting jaded on it, you know? And yeah. fuck, that, that's it. I'm, I'm done throwing people into the bus. Just as an outsider who's around your age and grew up like loving those guys. Yeah, like, I was a fan, bro. No, but but my my thing is I'm just saying you're so close to them and you see them on the day to day. But think about being a pro twenty years ago, you could have three ads a year and one video part every five years and sell a shit ton of shit. Like yeah. to to me. Just their names on LE meant something, you know? And, like, if you see them piling out or whatever, you're too close to the situation to see what a fan sees. Like, we just see their name on your team. Yeah, yeah. No, that, I totally that, understand. That means a Thanks lot. Thanks for you putting know? Like, that into perspective. Because, yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. Bro, I'm not saying... Those I'm not, guys, I'm not excusing... The first, they was, were never, like... I was always the first dude to, like, motivate them. Like, I'd pick Tony up to go skate... Like, you know, pick, I was like team manager, dude, you know, mm -hmm. like fucking, I was always like rooting for them super hard. I'm like, shit, dude, like these dudes aren't really going to fucking be productive unless I help them, you know, be productive. Man. So that was, with an, friends, dog. that was like another big reason. Like, you know, like it's just like, I don't know, bro. I just felt like I helped those dudes out a lot. And then I felt like, I don't know. I just felt like they kind of turned their backs, but like, you know, it's all good. It's all good. I seen the, those dudes now and we're totally cool. Yeah, maybe it was better to take the take the business out of the relationship. I mean, yeah, dude. Yeah, it's always good with that. You know, business is fucking, you know, like me and Trapasso have had so many blowout arguments over the years. 
mm-hmm. to where it's just like, fuck, dude. But it just, it honestly really just brings you closer with the person if you're yeah. able to get past whatever happened. You know what I mean? Which we've always been able to get past it, you know? And like I said, you know, like fucking, I've seen Jamie and Tave. I mean, I don't, like, if they listen to this and they might get butthurt again, but like, whatever. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's all good. Every everyone's entitled to their own opinion and their own side of the story. You know, that's what makes this country great. <laughs> We're in a different country, but <laughs> we well, you, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you know what I'm talking I don't about. Know. For, for sure, for sure, for sure. But what else? Two we got? sides to every story. Uh, all right, let's keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> Nigel and the nightlife man. Him and Jeremy Rogers recently got into a little bit of a social media beef after some incidents went down. What's the inside scoop, man? I'm dying is what the inside scoop is. We need to know, dog. The people need to hear it. Well, I mean, like, yeah, like everything Jeremy said, like, what did he, he just pretty much called him out. Like everything that he said, I mean, I'm pretty sure like is accurate. What did he say? (laughs) Let's go over it again. Oh, shit. (laughs) But like, I, I mean, I don't know. I know. For what did he say again? He well, like showed up. That he's been they were at the same club and Nigel like requested for him to uh, house party. The club. House party. I mean, f- I think there's like multiple scenarios. Oh, right? really? Jeremy came to one of Nigel's house parties and he was like, Jeremy always gets wasted. And he was fucking, I think he was like trying to talk to fucking Nigel's chick, dude. And he's like, dude, stop talking to my girlfriend. And then, like, I don't know, he probably said something stupid, and, like, I think he, like, pulled him on, pulled him down onto the ground, and I think he, like, kicked him in the head or something. <laughs> yeah. But Jeremy's claiming that he missed and kicked this other broad in the head. <laughs> but I don't really know what happened. I wasn't there for that part. So, like, I don't know. Jeremy says, or Nigel says he kicked Jeremy in the head. Jeremy says that he kicked the broad in the head. I don't know. Wow. That's that's up to de- to debate, you know? But I don't know, like, he hangs out in the same, like, scene as Nyjah does. So, like, we'll see him at the clubs and shit. And I don't know, I guess fucking Nyjah, like, told the club to, like, ha- to, like, escort him out or something. But this is one thing that's funny, though, is Jeremy tried to say that he was spending. He's like, yeah, you know, he was spending. So, like, of course, like, you know, like, if he, like, asked them to have me leave. They're going to have me leave. Naja doesn't spend at the club, bro. Like, he hangs out with all the promoters that, that get comped free bottles. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like, dude, none of the none of those people are paying for bottles. Like, the, the only people that are paying for fucking bottles in that lifestyle are, like, the 40-year-old fucking, like, douchebag fucking dudes yeah, 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 yeah. who are, like, probably married and, like, on a business trip or, like, dudes just can't get laid. You know, yeah, and like just the have, Miami strip clubs. Yo. They just have a lot of fucking money and no game. You know, so yeah. like yeah, but like Nige ain't fucking spending, bro. Like Nige is just fucking more famous and probably friends with more people that like run that club. You know, yeah. So like when he requests that they escort Jeremy out of there, they're probably gonna be like, sorry, Jeremy. You know, Nige is a bigger fucking. Nigel's a bigger name than you. We'd rather have fucking Nigel Houston in our club because that's another reason why they like they all like swing from his nuts, you know? Because like, right. it, all that shit's like celebrity shit. Like, like I've even heard like promoters like, bro, like we got Nigel Houston tonight, or like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know, like telling girls like, yo, like the club's gonna be so sick tonight. Like Nigel Houston's gonna be there. 
Wow. And it's just like, I'm sorry, Jeremy, but no one's saying fucking, oh my God, Jeremy <laughs> Rogers is going to be there. Like, no one knows who Jeremy is. Like, I feel like a lot of people, a lot of people don't even Fucker. know who fucking Jeremy, or who Nigel is, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's not like that household of a name, you know? Like, fuck. No, not at all. If you're not he's into not, skating. He ain't like Tony Hawk. If you're Hawk, not like you know? 15 years old. Yeah. yeah. So like, fuck. Yeah. And I've heard, I've heard a lot of fucking people be like, who's Nigel Houston? <laughs> And then the promoter looks stupid. And then they'll just start like, he's the best skateboarder ever. You don't know who Nice Houston is. <laughs> it's comedy, bro. Oh, man. So that's Hectic, that. man. Hectic. All right. We're live again. So we heard another story about you, man. Involving you and Julian Davidson on a boat. The Queen Mary. Care to elaborate? I mean, yeah, dude. I was like, that, oh my God, dude. So I was <laughs> blacked out. And this is like shortly after like the whole Tave and Jamie like blowout. This is probably like a month after like, you know, the Tave falling out and Jamie quit. And this like, is Ju before you went sober? No. Oh yeah. I was a fucking wreck, dude. I, I was like, I was a total mess, you know? I was just, I don't know, just like letting a lot of things get to me. Fuck, just went through like a super crazy like breakup with my ex-girlfriend. And um, then I was going through all that shit with those dudes and like the company. And like, I don't know, I was just like giving zero fucks about anything. I was, you know, I was just like, yeah, I was just like in a really crazy mindset as far as like cares go. Like I just didn't care about anything. I kind of wanted to die. So anyways... Fucking Queen Mary, it was at like agenda. Weed Maps was throwing like a huge party on the Queen Mary. It was like an after party for agenda. And um, Julian, it, it started with Tave. I was blacked out. And at this point, I had a total chip on my shoulder towards like Tave and Jamie. Because like, yeah, like I fucking, you know, like I, I just felt like, like wronged. You know, I felt like... Um, I just felt like fucked over, you know, mm -hmm, and right. like, I honestly just needed some time to get over it, you know, like, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like if you like run into your ex-girlfriend, like a month after breaking up with her, shit's probably not going to go so well. But like, <laughs> if you fucking like run back into her, like, you know, six months down the road, it, it's probably going to be like, you know, a little bit like more chill. You know what I mean? There's just like still a lot of feelings and not, like, you know, I was blacked out pretty much. So like Tave just kept Jamie, like Jamie wasn't fucking talking to me. Like, so Jamie was like, I think Jamie knew that I was fucking pissed off at him. So he just like, wasn't trying to say anything to me. And I was like, you know, I was like thankful about that. I was like, you know, I, I just, I just didn't really have anything to say to him or him or Tave, you know, yeah. anything good to say. And Tave kept fucking like bothering me, bro. He's just like kept trying to like talk to me. And I'm just like, bro, like I was blacked out and I knew I was blacked out. And I was just like, bro, I'm not trying to talk to you. Like, I'm just trying to have fun and enjoy myself. And Tave kept trying to do like business talk. Like when I was just, yeah, like way too early after the incident, I guess. And um, fuck dude, like eventually I just, like, dude, I honestly don't remember this, dude, like, very well. I, like, have, like, very, like, 
broken memory of it, dude. But I choke. I tried to choke. Try like keyword tried to choke Dave. <laughs> like I damn, Like I I like went for like the like the you know like the Darth Vader like or like no it wasn't even Darth Vader it was like Homer Simpson choke like the two hands you know like oh. like how he chokes Bart you know but like this fool <laughs> Tony Tave is like dude this fool's like made of muscle bro and he had some crazy like kung fu shit that he did with his <laughs> neck and he literally just flexed his neck muscles to where like dude it wasn't doing anything bro so I'm like trying harder to choke him and like it, it was not phasing the dude and I'm just like getting even more mad like trying to choke harder like nothing's happening bro so it's like an attempted choke out and then like Julian Davidson was like randomly like walking by and he would just like and then I think at that point I like fucking I, I might have even like taken one hand off Tony's off Tony's neck and I might have gone for a chokehold on him too <laughs> Wow. And that's when things just took a turn for like the worst for me. Cause he just he pretty much just like fucking like he clocked me in the face. He gave me a black eye. Damn. And then I and then it, the whole thing just like fucking erupted into like just mayhem, bro. Like I'm surprised like I didn't get thrown off the fucking boat like into the water. Cause it was all on the deck, bro. Like we, Sinner, it was just man. like a fucking like. You crazy, dog? Like we could, I could have easily gotten thrown over the deck, but then like, <laughs> but dude, long story short though, it was like Tave, Jamie, Julian, those three dudes versus me, <laughs> and I just pretty much got my ass whooped, dude. Yo, going for the second choke is a legendary move. <laughs> 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 Just an innocent bystander walking yeah. by. I no, think Tony. No, he was sizing me up. He's like, I, t- I think Julian's like, yo, take your, t- like you're choking him, like take your hands off him, you know. Oh. Like he was like, he was like threatening me. He was trying I, to get involved. And I, yeah, and then I like, I, I think I, it probably started off with me just like pointing at him, like, like. Like, don't even get involved, you know? <laughs> and then he might have said something else, and I probably went for a chokehold on him, and then fucking Where's got... Jamie, yo? He didn't grab Jamie? Jamie just came out of fucking nowhere, and I think he was just getting in on it, like, after I was already getting beaten up. <laughs> but, oh, like, oh, my God. Dude, such a, a legendary story. story. It's right. a good did you story. Go, did you go sober the next day? Was that no, your, like... no. I kept going for like months oh. after that, bro. Jesus. I just Christ. kept sending it like, fuck. That was like January. And I didn't sober up till the end of June. So I just kept sending oh. it. That, Damn, that didn't even phase me. I was, I woke up like laughing, went back to the trade show. I'm like, yeah, fucking got beat up last night. Like whatever. <laughs> still sending it, still drinking, buying people fucking beers. I don't know. It, people are just like people are just probably like dude, this dude's nuts. <laughs> wow. But I honestly didn't care. I like wanted to think people. I wanted people to think that I was crazy. I was like in a weird fucking. I, I think I was like slowly turning to the dark side. I was like slowly becoming like a villain, like a real villain. You know what I mean? That's insane. But yeah, I'm, I'm cool with all three of those dudes. I, I honestly don't have beef with anyone at this point. I'm solid, Good. bro. <laughs> Glad so, it worked like, once out. Once in my life, I don't have fucking, I don't got anything with anyone that I know of, at least. If anything, it would be someone having a problem with me, and if they do have a problem with me, I, like, I'd want them to address it Square so up that I could solve dog. the problem. <laughs> yeah. Me and Wack don't, definitely don't have any problems. We're chill. All right, yo. 
fucking what's next for sinner man you gonna keep extending it b what the fuck tell us what you got on, on the oh, go oh fuck dude i'm just filming for this fucking this next part dude just been like trying to focus super hard on it i got a bunch of footage i have enough footage for another part it's just like when when you're like as much of like when you're like as ocd as i am you just like fuck dude it's like is it good enough you know like i could put out a part but like is it really gonna like impress people that much yeah, like yeah. I, I know it's gonna be like it's always gonna. The more parts you put out, the harder it is to like outdo yourself, pretty much. Yeah. Like even like my fucking Ellie part, I don't think I necessarily outdid my shake jump part, but like there was enough like different things in it to where yeah, like yeah, yeah. if you put editing and all that shit to the side, as far as like tricks and like skills, it's pretty like close with like the shake jump part you know you just what I had, mean? you just had more like low-key shit though like shake jump you went off like a lot of hammers and yeah. then ellie it was also six and a half minutes because you guys edited that shit on crack or something yeah but, you know, the jay strickland influence yeah, 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 he, he must have been in the booth like, with you guys but the ellie part like if i edited the ellie part it would have been shorter and it would have been pure bangers but <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, st I still respect you. You guys did your thing. It was a different vibe. So Hell yeah, you got to try new shit sometimes. Well, but that was interesting too. We just didn't have very much time to edit it. Like we just we were like super strapped on time. So it was just kind of like, fuck, we got to like get this done. So it wasn't very much like thought that yeah. went into it. It was kind of just like, all right, that's done, done. Bro, like, I could have yeah, I could have like, had a full part in the LE video, four <laughs> clips, and that's a two minute part, yo. Yeah. <laughs> It's actually like, eight clips. <laughs> and then like, you know, fuck. It just yeah, it it's it that shit just it was a really weird circumstance with like getting it done. I, I wish we would have had a little bit more time. Cause I would have changed it fucking so many I would have changed it up a bunch of times. Yeah, I'm, I'm just no. OCD like that, you know what I mean? You watch something more than once and you're like, oh that's annoying, that's getting old. Like definitely yeah. would have fucking done exactly what you said. But like that was like pretty much the first like the first way that it came out we didn't have any right. time to really adjust it yeah, so i was yeah, like yeah. okay cool that's that fuck move on <laughs> but yeah, yeah no, whatever you guys got the thrasher bump and everything it was, yeah it was i mean whatever it's all good dude fucking you can't like you can't win them all with that types of shit you know it's like fuck certain people fucking love my theatrics part you know like but then most people hated it but i don't really <laughs> care you know what i mean i'm like what? whatever bro i honestly don't care hey i don't hate it at all because i respect the the tricks themselves but the, the edit you. like i'm not a raver so Yo, like, the last four tricks though oh my they're yeah, like two so, makes and so two crazy bails. so sick. <laughs> shit was dude when, yo you went to your knees like you had knee pads on like danny <laughs> way man the fuck that so was so fucked you like went straight to both your knees on the the tail yeah, drop was that, was, that hurt really bad my knees <laughs> adjusted for like two weeks yeah, you had to land it real quick on the adrenaline or else you were fucked. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, just filming for another video part, man. And I don't really know what I'm going to do with it. Everyone everyone keeps saying, oh, you're going to make it a thrasher part. And I'm just like, you know what? I don't know. I honestly don't have any idea. I feel like I kind of want, I just always want to do something new, you know? Like, it's like my, yeah. la my last part, that part was like, you know, on the thrasher YouTube. So like it... It would make most sense to me, like doing it somewhere else, or you know what with I mean. With Transworld, uh, not necessarily them, but like. <laughs> yeah, we got a website. We got a website. Yeah, dog. we can launch it. We'll launch that shit. 
<laughs> Wax trying to spark the trans world movement, yo. TWS, let's get it. Oh my god, that shit's comedy. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck, dude. We'll, we'll figure it out. All that matters, though, is if the part's good. And like I said, I have enough footage for a part without slow mo, too. I have oh, enough. Oh, okay. You trying to go from six and a half minutes to three? Yeah, this part's only going to be like three, like two and a half minutes. Okay, okay. Like, I'm, right, made, like I'm making a point of that. Like, and I just want it to be, like, honestly, like two and a half minutes of just fucking not necessarily bangers but like fucking like just good tricks you know like yeah. good quality tricks like some bangers and some like you know like low impact bangers see like i don't know a banger doesn't necessarily need to be like fucking no, like obviously. some big drop or something it could definitely yeah. be like a tech manual trick get a nollie frontside flip switch crook man like a shot yeah, that one he did was so good. That was honestly my favorite trick in his part. Me too. That was fucked. Yeah. Uh, so yo, good. I almost forgot to fucking mention. Uh, almost. I met you way back in the day. Really? I don't Where even at? know if we actually shook hands or anything. But do you remember the day that uh, Tosh Tosh did that gap to tail slide? Yeah. Yeah, I was I randomly there. It. Yeah, I was. It was like me, Paul Macnow, David Gonzalez, you, Tosh. Uh, and a couple other people, the most random crew of all time. Yeah, it was super random, dude. That was yeah. gnarly, huh? <laughs> that, that was that so tail slide was buck. Dude, I was so f tripped out by you and Tosh. You guys were such like surfer bros. Really? Uh, <laughs> you guys said dude every other word. It was. I'm it not me even. Out. I don't even surf. That's what's crazy. No, I know, I know. <laughs> but it was just like at the time you guys got were it like from hanging out with him so much. Yeah, yeah. It was probably maybe. Yeah, he was. It, you just guys were just a lot like, of dude. dude bro. Dude, bro, like, I was like, what the hell is this California shit all about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's crazy. I, well, I wasn't being a dick, though, was I? No, no, no. You were so <laughs> nice. You were, you were so nice and positive. I was just like... All right, awesome. I hate that shit when... Because, like, I mean, it's like, dude, everyone has their bad days and, like... I'm. No, no, it's no, like, dude. It's, like, impossible to, like... But, like, you ever get that when someone's like, yo, I met you fucking, like, I met you back in the day. Oh, yeah. and you were people like, always think dick. I'm a dick. People people think I'm a dick because I'm, I'm pretty quiet. Yeah. In person. And tell you, tell you no. But I get so bummed <laughs> when that happens. I'm like, bro, like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be, like, fucking, like, harsh or anything. Yeah, yeah. No, you, you probably just caught me on, like, a bad day. I'm usually, like, the nicest <laughs> it, guy. It's, it's hard. You can't always fake. It's like, you know, people say first impressions, blah, blah, blah. They last forever and shit. But, like, yeah. you can't always fake the funk and pretend to be hyped at all times. Like, yeah, you know, some days you just might just be having dog. a rough day. Our homie Cody, man, he's got the oh. most dick first impressions of all time. I remember once telling him about the first time I met him, like, when we were kids. And then, like, three other people in the room were like, yo, he was a dick to me, too, the first time I met him. But he's, well, he's like, the softest soul there is, man. Yeah, it's a, you know what? If someone wants to get butthurt off a of first little encounter and like if people know who you are, they expect you to say hi. And then if you don't say hi, they think you're a dick. It's like, yo, you can say hi to me, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or like, fuck, dude. Like when um, if, if I like introduce myself to someone and they're, they're just totally weird about it, like I know. I'm just yeah. like, bro, what do you expect me to do? Like, I remember when I, <laughs> I remember when I met Costin, that like kind of weirded me out. He didn't say his name. I shook his yeah. hand. I'm like, I'm Pat. And then he just like, how's it going? There was no like, I'm Eric. And it's like, I know you're Eric Cosin, but like, you can still like pretend to be normal. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. I don't know, like I, I kind of always, I guess I just, 
I'll, I never fucking, like, every time I meet someone, it doesn't fucking matter. I always say my name, you know, because they sure. might not know who the fuck you are. You know what I mean? Uh, like, uh, most people don't know who I am. It's probably, like, uh-huh. a very small fraction of, like, even skaters that know who I am, you know? Uh, and it's like, dude, I don't know. It's just, like, I guess just, like, a humble, I don't know. That's just the way I am. And I taught myself to be like that, you know? Like, just... To just, dude, I'm just a guy. I'm just like another fucking person. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that one, man. Ain't we all? <laughs> <laughs> it's that time again, y'all. Rapid fire with the ghost. You dig? And this week, we brought to you by the one and only Crooked Skateboards. And you already know that Narash Shredder Ronnie Sandoval shapes his own decks. His new Crooked Chatterbox deck is 8.25 wide and 32 inches long with a 14.375 wheelbase. Available at select shops now. Get them at Pawn Shop in Covina, Cal's Pharmacy in Portland, Hesh Dogs in Tokyo, 5050 in Bristol, and finer skate shops worldwide get it straight ride crooked yo sinner you ready to send in this rapid fire b <laughs> yo extend it b arf alright bruv favorite skater uh tom penny favorite video uh welcome to hell favorite video part nick trapasso um toy machine first one that he had a, a part in <laughs> I forgot what it's called. Suffer the joy. That's it. Favorite style? Tom Penny or Nick Trapasso. Which skater had the biggest influence on the way you skate? Muska. <laughs> Let's go with Muska. Sick. <laughs> Most talented skateboarder on planet Earth. Fuck. Uh, of who I know, Nigel Houston. Hardest trick for you? It, inward heels are a bitch. <laughs> Most illegal trick? That body burial shit that people be doing. So you're not a fan of that dude on Skate Mafia? What's his name again? I don't know. With the camo pants, all kinds of different colors. Oh, Steven Lawyer? Yeah. Oh, God, dude. He's-, <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's cool. I know him. But like, I can't fuck with all those tricks he does. Some of the yeah. shit he does is gangster. But I'm not fucking with all that body burial shit, bro. Uh, he's too skilled to waste his time with that bullshit trend shit. Oh, God, dude. And then I also hate the no comply, the, the Ray Barbie no complies. I like when Ray Barbie does them. But That's damn, what I'm these saying. Days. He's the only person who can do that trick. Anyone else who does that trick, I'm just like, get the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> I can't stand it. It's so annoying. Favorite clip you've ever gotten? I switched backside flipped up this five stair in Huntington Beach. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was G. It was the first... I still don't know how I did it. It was the first time I ever went out filming with Beagle, and I think I just had, like, a little bit of juice. Like, I was just, like, I had superpowers. No doubt. Gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed? I was there when Andrew Reynolds backside kickflipped Wallenberg. Oh, and damn. That was, like, pretty up there, dude. That was... It was just crazy. The, like, he battled it for, like, three hours, bro. I was in the car for, like, the first, like, half of the battle... And then I was like, you know what? I should probably go out there and watch this because it's probably going to be crazy. <laughs> and then he fucking, I was like skating flat ground, flat ground for like an hour and a half. And then he, like, I honestly did not think he was going to land it. And then all of a sudden he just like landed on one and like he just kept bending down. I think his knee, his legs were probably just done. 
But like, you know how he does, like he just like kept squatting down and he was going so fast that like, I don't know, he somehow like just absorbed it, like the speed and you know, like his, the way he absorbs impact, like mixed with the speed, he just rolled away. And I was just like, how is he still rolling away? <laughs> and he, and then like, he was going so fast that he was like in the back of the schoolyard in like a flash. But I was just like, so shocked. I was like, Jesus Christ, that was insane. Yeah, he's a fucking cyborg, man. Yeah. yeah so, like, Ultimate legend. I mean, you see that like in the video and you're like, oh, wow, you know, that was sick. But like, you just, you really have to like see what went into it in person. Yeah. You know, when you just don't think someone's going to do something, when you like think it's impossible, you're like, he's not going to land this. This is fucked. Well, you, you know, you only saw half of what went into it, but. Exactly. And that <laughs> half was brutal. Yeah. Best trick you've ever done that wasn't caught on film. Um, <laughs> this is just super stupid, but there's no documentation of me ever having landed a backside 360 kickflip on flat ground. Yeah. What's the one trick that got away? I almost switched heeled Wilshire 15 when I was younger. Fuck. Damn. But then Merlino went and did it. Shout out Nick Merlino. Show me up. I would have preferred to see you do that no, shit. No, Nick's the homie, man. He cleared that shit by like five feet. But I honestly, it was like before I was really that good at like uh, like absorbing impact. Like these days, I would be able to do that easily. Like, back, there's what? What? There's poles thir- in the way. At 31, you could do that easily? For Easy sure. Easy to say now. Bro, your part, now, now the expectations are there for it your just part. Just it up. You just bro, the poles were in the uh, the poles are in the way. Otherwise, I would go and do that for sure. Okay, okay. I'm telling you, bro. Like fucking, I do not have a problem with jumping down shit, and my All feet right. are like broken. <laughs> Dude, I just tried to kickflip like a four and heel flip like a fourteen the other day. Damn. Granted, I didn't do it. I didn't do it because <laughs> it was a fucking super long fourteen. It was like the 14, the 14 was like the length of like a 17. So you're saying you could switch heel Wilshire 15, but you couldn't kick flip or heel flip a 14 the other day? All right, all right, no, let's but keep it, was, it moving. It was a long 14 though. It was like bigger <laughs> than Wilshire. <laughs> all right, all right. Feel and you. I'm better at switch anyway, so it's like, fuck. True, true, true. You know how that is. Switch heels are way easier than regular heels. Uh, yeah, that is, that's, that's for sure. That. Facts. Like, that is facts. It's easier to, <laughs> to bail switch like that, jumping down big shit. What's next? Uh, Give me more. Fire off. <laughs> <laughs> What's the last new trick you learned? Like, I've known how to do it, but, like, the first time I, like, actually did it down something, I nollie shove it behind me over the sign at Vans Park. Nollie front shove? Nollie front shove. <laughs> no, it's a nollie nolly back shove. So it, like, goes behind you. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's front side. It's not Kinda. front side, it's backside. All right. Yeah. Behind it be like is a, definitely not the term. Because it would be like a nollie back big spin. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I don't. That, that's a weird one how that works. But but it is a nollie back shove it. But I mean, I could do that flat ground, but I've never done it down anything. But think about I, it. It's a switch front shove. It's the same thing as a switch front shove. Which, I know, so but it's like calling a nollie backside flip a nollie front side flip. It just wouldn't make sense. Yeah, Even though fuck. it technically we, is. we ain't got we ain't got it's rapid fire B we ain't got time to <laughs> next next question send it <laughs> we know what you mean Nolly shove it behind you <laughs> yeah it's not very cool or anything but I mean it felt sick the Antoine man the Antoine the ma- did it I call it the the business Brian Machado did it oh Whoa. true Ooh, true like true big fan these days the little homie fucking big Steve highlights Brian Steve highlights AKA. Etienne 
does them. It's a gangster trick. I mean, it's a black man's trick for sure. <laughs> but I'll do it. I'm fucking game. Send it. What's your dream job after skating? I guess just like like a, a company owner, you know? Hell yeah. You already got that one ticked off. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite local brand? I, I don't really know. I, I have no idea about like any local companies, dude. <laughs> I didn't even know it. I have no idea. I'm not kidding, dude. So say LE, man. Uh, all right, LE. <laughs> Favorite local skater? Frankie Heck. What's the one sponsor you regret riding for? I've never even really like had legit sponsors, bro. <laughs> like, all my sponsors have been like flows, you know? <laughs> I don't like yeah, you, you know what I mean? Sounds like, like you grew up in Canada, B. Uh, yeah. Flow I've program. Really, I've never had any like real sponsor, dude. You know? And especially anyone that I had, I That's was how great. we do up here in the north, B. Anyone that I had, I was grateful for. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. So no hell regrets yeah. with any of those. You know? Oh, Fucking thank you for anyone that's ever actually sponsored me. Favorite teammate ever. Let's just go with Trapasso. Worst teammate ever. Alright, um, I'm gonna have to just Go with like fucking uh, Tan Sauni. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. I love you, Jamie. Worst company? I don't fucking know, bro. I'm trying to think right now. Maybe like Flip? <laughs> Flip's kind of trash. Oh! God oh, damn, damn, B. Flip's pretty fucking jack. Worst trend? You're still laughing about the Flip, huh? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, worst trend or like uh, motherfuckers wearing clothes like how people did in like the early 90s and it's funny i was watching king of the road i don't watch king of the road but the one episode i saw mike carroll was like yo the reason they were fucking flooding pants is because we were just idiots and we cut them too short but it wasn't <laughs> on purpose and you got kids these days doing that on purpose they're full skating shape boards too that's kind of annoying because <laughs> it's like, bro, that board is not as functional as a fucking, like, a traditional double Hey, tell that board. to Ryan Lay, our boy, man. That dude fucking shuts it down on some shape yeah. boards. I mean, shout out, shout out to Welcome. It's almost like, oh, yeah. I don't know. I guess they just, it's like fools trying to look cool. It's like, dude, I know it's harder for you to nollie flip on that board. I know you are struggling to nollie flip. But you just want to look cool that bad? Or you uh, want to be, like, that different? Like, just set up a normal fucking board. Your nollie flips will fucking... Oh, loose trucks. That's another one. I hate the fucking jangly truck trend. It's like, bro, you know it's harder to do your tricks on trucks that are that loose. No. <laughs> it, but it's, like, cool to be, like, all, like, I don't know, just, like, swerving around, you know, like, styling, fucking, like, you know, just... I don't you know, know I just hate that shit, bro. I skate tight so, trucks, but the one thing I'm envious of of loose trucks is fucking backsmiths, yo. Like what do you, my what do trucks you mean? My they trucks backsmith? No, they'll backsmith like a, a rail, but like on a ledge, my trucks eject me off the ledge. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like I have to go so fast if I want to do a long backsmith, but Yeah. Because my trucks are tight, and eventually they'll just kick me off the ledge. Like, I'll have to pop out. Hey, I'm honestly good on smith grinds, feeble grinds, lip slides on ledges. Th that shit, keep that, keep that shit for the rails. I, I honestly <laughs> don't appreciate when hey, people do any of, the, any of those tricks that were, like, meant for a rail. When they do it, like, on the ledge, I kind of get mad. 
I'm like, bro, bro you're not supposed to feeble a fucking ledge. You're not just because Mike Carroll did it down Hubba Hideout. Like, yeah, no, that that's different. But like a backsmith on a ledge is perfectly fine. I don't it, like it really. I'd rather bro. see like a backsmith. I'd rather see a backsmith on a rail and a front smith. What about fucking winning switch backsmith shove in the DC video or switch backsmith photosynthesis? That's a switch backsmith. Anything is cool switch. Anything flies switch. <laughs> Agree to disagree. Last person you want on the sesh. Perfect fucking Nyjah. There you go. Nyjah actually just texted me. He's like, skate street tomorrow. And I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, your spots are so hectic. Like, I, <laughs> like, I want to skate with you. Like, you're the homie. But, like, his spots are just so hectic that it's like, fuck. He's honestly the perfect person. I was like... I'm like, I know there's someone, dude. That is perfect. And it's, it's him. All right, y'all. That's going to wrap up our interview with Sinner. Man, you killed it, dog. Thank oh, you so fuck, much. man. Thanks for having me. You guys got a lot of editing to do. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. I'm fucked. All right, players. You. Send it. Extend it, B. <laughs>Welcome back to the post office brought to you by our good friends over at time bomb trading and this week we're brought to you by america's brand new figgy dose the figgy dose is justin figueroa's second pro model for america designed by the big fig himself the figgy dose was built to skate everything whether it be concrete pools or jumping on some steep ass rails like figgy himself head down to your local skate shop and get a pair before it's too late man the inbox is packed this week so without further ado let's pop it off man you've got mail first up we got a voice note from michael rugerero let's hear what he's got to say D. Jones, the ghost. What's poppin', boys? This is Mike from New York. First and foremost, I wanted to thank you for reading my email on the first episode of this season. It was fucking sweet. Uh, I was in the car when I heard it, and I about shit my pants. Uh, so thank you for that. Uh, my question is this. Uh, obviously, like I said, these days I'm living in New York, uh, but I was raised in Cleveland, so obviously I'm a fan of the Browns. Uh, I want to know what you guys think of the orange and brown this year. Personally, I don't know if I'm with the hype. Uh, I think we win four, maybe five games realistically. All right, let me know what you think. Peace. Mike, man, if you shit your pants when you heard the email, I don't know what's going to pop off when you hear your voice live on the People's Podcast. But y'all, you got to have some more faith in them Browns, man. Miles Garrett's out there tearing shit up. Tyrod surviving broken wrists, coming back to play. Juice Landry is serious. And if Flash Gordon is even a tenth of what he was a couple years ago, y'all are ready to go, man. Y'all making the playoffs. I'm putting that shit on wax, y'all. Browns is in the playoffs, man. Damn, B. Yo, Nick Chubb. <laughs> Duke Johnson. Yo, Carlos Hyde. Yo, y'all got some real weapons, but y'all also seem to be cursed. So we'll see what happens. I got the Browns winning seven games and just missing the playoffs. So disrespectful. But he's from there and he gave them four or five games, yo. Damn. But shouts to you, Michael. Thanks for the voice note. Holla at your boy, Stele. Aha! Is that the, sh the sound of Michael shitting his pants right now? <laughs> All right, next up, we got an email from Liam Trainer. Wagwan the Bunt, I've been listening to your podcast since the first episode. 
Love it and get so stoked for every new one you guys drop. Also love the post office feature and have always wanted to drop a line but have been too shook. Luckily I'm a little bent off some crispy ass steam whistles so here goes nothing. Back when I was a youth, I asked for a skate video for my birthday and randomly enough got a copy of Environment. What? That video put a beat down on my DVD player, watched it a ton and it always got me so hyped to get out and skate. Not to kiss too much ass, but save his part and Matt Sullivan's especially. Anyways, my question for you both is what are some of your favorite Canadian skate videos, past or present, and why? Thanks again for delivering the quality content and always keeping the laughs popping. Damn, yo. What's this dude's name? He came in kissing ass. Liam Liam Trainer, man. Yo, Liam, B. <laughs> What's up, dog? Hell yeah, hell yeah. You got a smile from ear to ear on the ghost right now, dog. Damn, yo. That's... Environment is a hell of a video, though, man. Real shit, man. It's one of my favorites to this day. I got a trick in there? You must have a trick yeah, in, in, the in the part. friend section. Well, in Warren's, in Warren's part, part. Trick. What'd you do again? Nolly shove Manny tuxedo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Warren. Hell yeah. Favorite skate videos, favorite Canadian skate videos, man. You know, there's tons. There's like North. You get into that, like anti-social videos. Devin's done some sick fucking videos, obviously. But my favorite Canadian skate video might be 66 tapes later, man. True. Had a little Classic. bit of everything, dog. Some fist fights, some demos, some street skating mixed in with some legends like Gibbs. I'm going with 66. Brian Gibbs, Adam Mancini, sharing that song at the end was one of the greatest things. Also, the Perception Squad. Johnny, to Esner, man. Simon. Uh, I'm going to give you a quick top, however many I list. <laughs> <laughs> North 1, North 2, Civic Affair, all of Devin's videos, like Pro Drome. And what was the, the main same one? List. Same I know. List. I added Civic Affair, though. I love that video. Uh, some of the 5'12s were obviously so dope. Oh. The one with Wade, the one with Stanger. Real talk. Yeah, the, the list goes on, man. Fucking Oriot, Sebastian Lyman. We really do the videos up here, come to think of it. You know, you got all the dime videos too. Jesus. Oh, Underworld videos. Yo. Holy shit. Yo, let's not forget the green apple videos. Oh, man. McGuigan, the genius. Bruh. And fucking Baby Blue, man. Wait till the people oh, see that one. Baby that is Blue. A fucking masterpiece. Shout out the Blue Towel holding it down for Toronto big time with this one. Thanks for the email, bruv. Maybe one day I'll bless you with another part. You dig just for you. All right. <laughs> next up, we got an email uh, from Keelan O'Connor. Hey, you guys are a barn burner. <laughs> Hey, so what's the biggest gossip you know about a company or person in skateboarding? And hey, what's up with your product? It's all sold out, and I'm trying to get a hoodie, you dig? Yo, respect, Keelan. Yeah, fucks with that. Yeah, we, we got some new hoodies coming soon, some tees, long sleeve. Yeah, we got some shit up our sleeve, uh, and hopefully it'll be out sooner than later you dig i'm saying september we were saying october towards the end I of mean, the season i think august but yeah. i think that stuff will be up and running man got a little uh little sports flair going on this time hell yeah what was the question we got some gossip on a person or company oh man i was gonna say some gossip we got is a fuck i'm hearing rumors that the ghost is coming out of retirement and dropping another part maybe working on a video you know maybe <laughs> making a run at another board sponsor oh uh you know you know what it is i'm also hearing uh rumors that the bald eagle six-year-old's making a run at a video part looking for a certain uh looking for a certain box or two real but. shit not trying to come at you keelan the homie love your email but if there's skate gossip 
It's on the show every week, you dig? <laughs> this is literally what we do week in, week out. We get people on and we gossip. That's all it is. So whatever we know, you know. You dig what I'm saying? And if there's anything game. that ain't on the show, it's because our lips are sealed for one reason or another and we can't spew that shit. But we love to gossip and that's why we have a podcast. That's pretty much it. And honestly, you just listened to Sinner for close to an hour, so... It's about as good as it gets right there, too, man. Yeah, if Julian Davidson punching out Sinner ain't gossipy enough for you, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> the double choke move? God damn, that's legendary. History. All right, next up, we got a voice note from FCK. And maybe next time, don't record yourself coughing for the first minute. Save us some time in the editing booth. But uh, let's take a listen, eh? Shoutouts from San Francisco. Just wanted to ask a couple questions. To you fucking ballers. Oh yeah, where's the GP interview at? I've been looking for that shit and I can't fucking find it. So uh, if it's been asked before, I haven't heard that episode. But yeah, what's really good with that shit? The last one's for Safa. And I heard you say in one of the episodes that you uh, <laughs> you coach Wade around and he gets pissed off at you. But it sometimes ends up good. But, uh, yo, hit us with a few dope or funny or irritating coaching moments from your life. Peace. Yo, FCK, leave us your name next time, dog. And uh, maybe take some advice from Sinner and hit some of those uh, energy drinks. Sounds like you're falling asleep over there, man. But as far as the GP episode goes, it was up, it was down. We're working on getting a GP round two for the people. It must happen. Coming very soon, man. As far as coaching moments... Fuck, I can't remember anything specific right now. Just know that I get on peeps' nerves sometimes, but sometimes, you know, I unlock something for them, you know? It's, you gotta push. When you can't skate, just tell your friends to do shit that you wish you could do, you know what I'm saying? Actually, I remember telling Wade, or suggesting to Wade to switch shove this over this rail in North Toronto one time, and he did it. It was pretty sick. <laughs> but Wade's the kind of guy who always asks you for a trick idea, but he's, ne no. he's never gonna listen to you. He just wants you to throw some ideas out there, but he already knows exactly what he wants to do at all times. So don't fall into his trap. All right, next up, we got an email from Joel Scullard, Barber of the Stars. Yo, what's good, my Duggies? When the hell am I going to be able to listen to a Laurel pod, eh? Man said they're for the people, eh? Well, I'm a person, so what's really good still? Shout out to the Patty Kings. Yachty no, Joel Scullard. Man, it's just a matter of time, Joel. Just... We gonna get to Laurel, man, sooner than you think, dog. Yo, Laurel Gray, my main man. We're the fanboys, but I, I don't know. We might be a rare breed up here. <laughs> Me, you, Noah T, and Morgan. We fuck with Laurel Gray hard. The people would love to hear from Laurel Gray. I, I would love to hear from Laurel Gray. I actually hit him up the other day, and he said he was down. Hopefully, uh, we'll squeeze him into season eight. You dig? Joel, we got you, B. And that's a wrap for the post office. Keep it moving, B. Sports time. Y'all know what time it is. It's the rundown, the skateboard world source for sports. Usually we spark this off with a secure the bag, but it's a dead season. Couple guys, we're hearing rumors. I'm hearing OBJ's about to break the bank in New York. Dez hopefully signs himself a deal, so maybe next week we'll have something for you. I bet you whenever OBJ signs his thing, AB is going to make a stink and want more money. 
AB deserves whatever Odell gets plus. I know, but he already signed his, right? Yeah, this is what it is. Like Julio's barely getting anything, so there's a lot of guys out there that need their money, and OBJ's going. He's going to set the market. Real shit, real shit. So hopefully that happens in the next few weeks. But we've done the quarterbacks, we've done the wide receivers, done the tight ends. It's time for the crown jewel of fantasy football, your kickers and your defense. <laughs> you got jokes, eh? Just playing, dog. You know what time it is. It's RB time. We gonna hit y'all with the top five, and then we're gonna pick someone outside, maybe the top 10, who could potentially slip in there. As far as the top five goes, I think number one, it's uh, luckily our drafts aren't till, till Labor Day weekend, so we got time to wait. And I got time to hope that Lev Bell gets back into training camp. And if he does, I'm going Lev Bell number one. Damn. Number two, the man's had a year off, fresh legs. David Johnson is going to show y'all why he was number one last year. Third, some might say it's disrespectful. I just think that Todd Gurley can't possibly do what he did again last year. But if he proves me wrong, then so fucking be it. Fourth. I'm going with a young man, Saquon Barkley, Damn. coming in. Sick team. The Giants are ready to make a move. They got Odell. They got Evan Ingram. They got Sterling Shepard. Saquon's going to be eaten. And then fifth. Fifth's a tough one for me. I just really don't believe in the Dallas Cowboys this year. I, I've seen what Zeke can do when he's got Dak, Dez, Jason Witten, Travis Frederick. But you're missing three of those guys now. You got Dak hoping that he can move the ball down the field with some no-name wide receivers. So I'm a little bit low on Zeke this year, so I'm going to have to go with Alvin Kamara at five, man. Holy shit. Zeke can find his way in between Melvin Gordon and... Fournette, Kareem Hunt. Dog, honestly, I'd take Alvin Fournette over Zeke, too. Damn, eh? Uncle Leo's ready. I guess he's going to have a healthy foot this year, so we'll see what he's really capable of. He's That's probably me right there, He's man. probably got a little chip on his shoulder because he's kind of not being talked about that much. Yeah. And we he saw flashes of greatness, yeah. yeah. So you heard it. Lev Bell, David Johnson, Todd Gurley, Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara. All right, all right. Kamara over Zeke is a ballsy prediction, but those Mark Ingram four games off might give him a little advantage but i think if you average it out after that i think zeke's gonna have a better season bell cow ting but uh my top five yo pretty much got the same top five just a little remixed but i'm going levy on first i love that fucking slickery i mean <laughs> slick slimy what the hell was i trying to say uh levy on bell <laughs> then i'm gonna go with Gurley. Then David Johnson, then Saquon Barkley, and then Zeke at, at five. It's fucking hard, man. They're all so good. It's hard to fucking... There's a couple of guys that could find their way in there, man. Me and you aren't too high on Melvin Gordon, but he's got all the opportunity. Kareem Hunt can fly. We've seen it. Uncle Leo. Fuck. A couple years ago, Devontae Freeman was a top five pick, and now he's ranked 11th. Dalvin Cooks. Plenty of options, man. So right. what we're going to do now... I'm going to pick a guy outside the top 10 to 15, someone uh, a little lower down, who we think could could pop, really pop. Like I said, Devontae Freeman, man, was one of the best RBs a couple years ago. Same with Jordan Howard. And now, look, you're getting Jordan Howard as RB 15 or something. Like, it used to be the tiers were much different, but I feel like the RB position is a lot more deep than people think this year. This year, fuck, I'll throw some names out there. 
even though I don't want to because fucking Joel Sculler is always lurking in the grass. But you already know what it is. Jordan Howard, man. Yeah. What, what he's done with the Nothing. most garbage offense the last two seasons has been insane. And they stepped up their team big time this offseason. He's going to have a better big time offensive line. He's going to have a, wide receivers. He's got wide receivers. His ready. quarterback's supposed to be popping. They got Trey Burton. They, they got some weapons. So Jordan got a better defense too. Roquan Smith signed his rookie deal. Yeah, Jay, Jay Howe, he's and yo, he was banged up all last season. His shoulder, his shoulder he was yeah. playing with half a fucking upper body. You so. could see him turn to take hits on the opposite shoulder. Yeah, I, Jay I think, Howe, man, that'd be a beautiful RB too. Whew. Yeah, I, I got Jordan Howard, but another also shout out to my man Jarek McKinnon. I want to see what he can do as the as the main man, the freak. Someone I'm gonna go with, run CMC. Christian McCaffrey could make it absolutely pop this year if the Panthers are what they say they are. Real shit. So now we're going to play a fun little game called Who'd You'd Rather. We're going to pick some guys you might stumble across in the lower rounds, and we're going to see who you'd pick. So tight ends, say we miss on Kelsey, Gronk, Greg Olson. Bro, I don't want no Greg Olson, man, on my team. Okay. I ain't drafting him nowhere. It's, that's good to know. Old bastard. Comes down to Trey Burton and Evan Ingram. Who's it going to be? I'm going Trey Burton. Oh, really? Because Evan Ingram, man, I was high on him, but then I was thinking, bro, he had so much opportunity and his catch rate was horrible. His targets were through the roof and he just wasn't catching shit. And this year with fucking Saquon, with fucking Sterling Shepard, with their whole receiving core healthy again, he's going to be, what, the fourth option, fifth option, depending on the play. I'm going to have to go with Evan Ingram. Really? I think I'd take Evan Ingram just because Mitchell Trubisky is a big question mark. We don't know what they got down there in Chicago. It's one thing to throw passes in practice, but we ain't seen him do nothing. Eli's got some rings. I'm going with Eli in that. Hey, fuck. Uh, I like Evan Ingram. I, I like watching him last year. Joel had him in our league. He had a couple big games, but man, I remember there was like three or four weeks where I was like, yo, everyone expected him to snap. Yeah. He'd have like double digit targets and like, fucking drop almost all of them it was crazy uh, uh, I, I think trey burton he burned me in the playoffs and uh, you want to get him back uh, i think the other tight end they had just got injured he might be dust for the season i forget his name mm-hmm. big role to play yeah he's he's gonna have targets and uh he's gonna he's gonna fucking do his thing he got a nice contract yo all right we're gonna switch positions we're gonna do two quarterback who do you rathers so make it quick here all right first one it's going to be Andrew Luck or Alex Smith. Consistency or potential pop scenario? Man, you know I like to roll the dice. <laughs> I'm going Andrew Luck, man. That's a top five Nigi if he's healthy. There we go. Nice one. Next. And I hate Alex Smith. Fucking pussy ass yeah, bitch. Yeah, I'd, I'd go with... Uh... I'd, I'd go with luck there too because hopefully you down. could go you could grab someone like Eli Manning, Case Keenum, Dalton if you really uh, if you really miss on luck. Bro, Alex Smith loves throwing the ball directly to his right or left, <laughs> zero yards gained, and man, he made Tyreek right Hill man. a top five fantasy wide receiver. Bro, he hits it downhill. Look sense. what he did for Travis Kelsey. He hits it downhill. Next up, we're gonna go Jimmy Garoppolo, someone you you love, someone you're very high on, or Philip Rivers. <laughs> Jimmy G all day, man. You're taking those no turnovers, less touchdowns over. Phillip Rivers can sling the ball, man. I'm going Phillip Rivers in that scenario 10 times out of 10. Phillip Rivers is built for yards and touchdowns. Jimmy G's got a little Alex Smith in him, dog. Reggie, I'm going with the youth movement. San Francisco got a bunch of young studs. They're going to be exciting as fuck, man. Let's get it. 
And last but not least, we're going to slide over to the wideouts. Someone you know I'm very high on. I've always loved to watch. Believe in him. It's a long road back. We're going Josh Gordon, who was once the number one receiver in fantasy, missing two games that year. We're talking about a year with Julio Jones, Calvin Megatron Johnson, Josh Gordon, number one, or Marvin Jones Jr., a staple of reliability. Damn, man. Yep. That's that's a really tough one, cause, but if you're drafting for potential, you got to go Josh Gordon, but it's risky, so I might, depending on what the rest of my roster is looking like, if I've, got, if I've drafted too much potential, I might take the safer bet and go Marvin Jones, but if, if I've got a pretty reliable squad and I want that boom potential, you got to go Josh Gordon. I honestly, I don't even know what I would do in that scenario. I'm going to come up with something real quick in the next five seconds. <laughs> and honestly, with what Josh Gordon and Cleveland Browns, I might have to go Marvin Jones Jr., man. I would actually, it kills me to say that, but under the radar, Marvin killed it last year. Week in and week out, he got you 10 points. It's not pretty. Something's not going to get you 20, but he's going to get you 10, maybe 12 or 13 Bro, I remember when Ants came in last place last year and he benched Marvin Jones. For weeks. Like, for weeks, and he kept getting touchdowns. Hey, uh, reliability, sometimes it pays over over the flash, you know? Real shit. All right, man, just a couple weeks away from our fantasy draft. We'll be here one more Wednesday before we tip it off the Bunt Live League. Good luck to everyone in the league, and good luck to everyone drafting over the weekend. The bunt is with you. Send us your fantasy football questions if you got them, man. Hell yeah. We'll lead you straight to that championship, you dig? <laughs> Peace, y'all. Catch you next week.